some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. October the 26th, the year of our Lord, 2022, and this is Daybreak Black with the Nesbits. <laughs> and the Blue Team. And the gang's all here. What's up, everybody? Good. Good. So, Brother Charles is not here this morning. Boo. But look who's back. And look who's back. <gasps> and look who's better. Yay. Yeah. Thank you for the prayers for Michael. Michael's one of those guys like if he's sick all he needs to do is just sleep a little bit longer mm -hmm. then it seems like he's okay all right we're gonna sing if that wasn't god oh my savior was raised from the dark lonely grave death could not force him to stay now there were unbelievers who said this deceiver the disciples and stole him away The devil has tried To turn us aside To tell us that it just isn't true Well, if you have ears Satan that you can hear Here's what we have to say
Still a little high for morning, ain't it? Yeah, there's some songs that just hurt your jaw. I tried to tell you, I told y'all she was fired because you picked it up. I'm like, I some said, songs. I, said, I didn't try to tell. I was just singing high because he had already request said a song and I was like, that's too high. Well, for no, morning. Josh wanted that one. Josh started singing it. That's all. Then I started singing it high so that like making fun of me and like. But then we sang it anyway. I'm like, Josh, you're fired. Because I knew. I'm like, this is going to be so fine. Oh, oh, well. It's hard to sing 10 minutes after you get up. 12, 15. If my alarm would have went off, perhaps I'd have gotten up earlier. Uh, or if I would have heard my alarm. And so we got on the eye. Woo-hoo. Praise God. Lee Flat. It's good to see your name. Good to see your name. Hey, Donna, Dame from Pakistan, Laura, Scott. Good morning, Scott. Zoe. Oh, she said, I miss hearing y'all sing that. We miss you. We miss you, Zoe. Wow, that's beautiful. Hey, Bob, love you, brother. Uh, yeah, Zoe, when you come, come back, visit. Anyway, we're in Revelation chapter 12. Brother Charles, I guess, is not on here this morning, but he will be watching to... No, there he is. Look at that. Good morning. Family and friends. Look at that. It was just awesome having brother, having you here with us, Brother Charles. Can't wait till you come back already. Praying for you today. And if any of you ever want to be on Daybreak Live, you know, just come on. <laughs> come down here to Defeated Creek, Tennessee. Amen. We'll put you right on here. All right, guys, we are starting chapter 12. For those to whom it may affect, we are postponing our hayride. We're postponing our hayride that was scheduled for this Sunday evening. And the weatherman says it's going to be raining. And we, there's no way that we can fit all the people in our house. And you can't do a hayride in the rain. So we're go, going to postpone it to the next Sunday evening. And that's going to cause some people not to be able to come. I, I realize that. But um, I, I can't change the weather. <laughs> and here in Tennessee, you never know what's going to happen. But there's a lot goes into this hayride. Uh, a lot of preparation you know, for this festival that we have here on our hill. And so when they're calling for rain, it just kind of throws everything off. Uh, was I going to say anything else? Is that it? 
I guess I guess we'll just jump right into scripture here. So we finished. Well, we kind of finished. Now there there's more we could talk about out of Revelation chapter eleven. I never know how many things to pull out really, but I do want to get into twelve. But there's four things here at the end that's taking place. You know, starting with verse eighteen, where Revelation eleven eighteen, it said, "The nations were angry, and your wrath has come." And that's a very powerful statement regime change Jesus is taking over the world here at the blowing of the seventh trumpet the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and his Christ this is what we sing about this is what we look forward to this is what we pray for to happen this is the culmination it's when our king because we're part of a monarch Jesus is the king. Yeshua is the king. And he is going to rule. And he's going to take over. And the nations are not going to like it. And they're going to be very angry. So one, the, the nations are angry. Number two, the time of the dead, they should be judged. The wicked at this time are going to be thrown into Hades for another thousand years. Because he's going to reign for a thousand years. And then they'll be brought back out uh, for the great white throne judgment. The, the time uh, and that you're, you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints. We talked about that yesterday. And uh, Brother uh, Charles helped us understand uh, what rewards is all about. And then that you should destroy those that destroy the earth. That's the fourth thing that's going to be taking place. He's going to destroy those that destroy the earth. Vengeance is mine. I will replay, saith the Lord. This is why Christian and Christianity... We're in the season where we love our enemy. We are called to love our enemy. We are called to go the extra mile, to lay down our life for the souls of people whenever and wherever we can. And it's not that people do not judge, uh, do not deserve vengeance, but the point is, is vengeance belongs to the Lord. He's the one that's going to pay out the vengeance. And it is coming, friends. Nobody, nobody's getting by with anything. I promise you. All of these things are kept up with. And when God pours out his vengeance, see, right now he's extended mercy. And everybody, it doesn't even matter how bad you've been. If you will repent, God will take you into his kingdom. Anybody listening, you're not part of the kingdom of God. You can be part of the kingdom of God. Through repentance and faith, and God will forgive your sins. However, just like he told the Pharisees when he was walking in Jerusalem, if you believe not that I am he, you shall die in your sins. If you die in your sins, then all you have coming is judgment. And when God judges, you will acknowledge that he is righteous to do what he is doing. Then verse 19 ends the chapter, the temple of God was open in heaven. The Ark of His Covenant was seen in His temple. Uh, sometimes people forget that when Moses made the tabernacle and then later became the temple, that he was, he was told to make it according to the pattern that he had seen in heaven, right? So there's this temple, this vision of the temple in heaven. It's amazing. And then there was lightnings, noises, thunderings, earthquake, great hail, all these things accompany that day of the Lord. It's another signal of the day of the Lord, the day of wrath has come. Now we get into chapter 12. Now, again, 
one of the things that threw me off for, for several years, what I didn't understand for years, was parenthetical sections because I could see that, you know, as we read in chapter 11, the second woe is passed, third woe comes quickly. So you could see that the trumpets are in order for a reason, right? So the seals are numbered, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, then the trumpets come, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. As I've shared with you, I don't believe there can be a last trumpet before the last trumpet of Revelation. That makes no sense to me. It just, it's like, that, that, that makes no, the last trumpet has to be the last trumpet. Trumpet seven, right? And then trumpet seven is going to open up the, what's called the bowls of wrath. Now, within these bowls are, are filled up the wrath of God. It's, it's how I've explained it many times. If you've ever been to a, a, one of those playgrounds, a water play park for children, and they'll have that big, huge bucket on top of that uh, little playground, and it's just filling up with water, filling up with water, filling up with water. Once it gets full, the bucket dumps, and it's for play, of course, you know, and the water dumps on you, and you try to stand under it, or you get your grandkids and you try to stand under it. But that is a symbol or a picture of these bowls of wrath that are being filled up. Now, this is throughout Scripture. There were times times when the Israelites were directed away from a certain place because God said their iniquity is not yet full. And so what it means, what that means is God says, I'm not going to judge them yet. There's this allowance that God gives of a filling up of iniquity, a time of grace, a time of repentance, a time to turn. But if it doesn't turn, if they don't turn, then it gets poured out. Well, at the end time, the vials, the bowls, are filled with the wrath of God. That is the wrath of God, it's, and it's time for it to be poured out. Now, the angel is going to explain other things. He's going to give us more in-depth understanding of the beast, the dragon, the false prophet, the, the woman, Israel, the church, what's going on, and that's what we uh, begin here with in chapter 12, verse 1. We're going to be talking about the woman, the child, the dragon. So let's start with chapter 12, verse 1. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of 12 stars. Being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. Okay, so who is this woman? Well, the symbolism, now one thing he says, there's this cosmic sign. It's, there's this sign in the heavens. He's like, what? what is the deal? Well, in my way of thinking, and it's not just my way of thinking, it's many ways of thinking, this heralds us back to Genesis, back to Genesis. I've, as I've told you, in my, the way I see it, Genesis, the Old Testament, is how you understand what's going on in the book of Revelation because John just uses all kinds of symbolism and, and verses and thought patterns from the Old Testament. However, in one scripture that he writes in the book of Revelation, he may use three different places out of the Old Testament, or what you call the Old Testament. You know, it may be part of a verse from a psalm, part of a verse from Isaiah. Well, back in Genesis chapter 37, I believe, 
what is being described here, we are supposed to think when we hear about a woman with, and she's described as being clothed with the sun, the moon is under her feet, and she's got 12 stars. What is that picture supposed to tell us? Well, I, battery low. Tells us the battery is low. It's supposed to tell us about this dream. So if you go back to Genesis chapter 37, there's the, a man named Joseph in the Bible. Joseph was one of 12, right? But Joseph was hated because he was a dreamer. He was the favorite son of his father, Jacob. Jacob was the one who wrestled with the angel, and the angel changed Jacob's name. Jacob means deceiver, supplanter, and his name was changed to Israel. This is where the name Israel comes from. The, the word Israel, you look at the nation Israel today, that name comes from this man named Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons. Now, we'll just jump to the second dream. See, his dreams made his brothers hate him. And he had already told one dream about these sheaves all bowing down to his sheep. Well, when he tells this dream, his brothers get angry. They hate him, and they're like, what, who do you think you are? You, you think, because this is the little brother, by the way, you think that we're all going to bow down to you, that you're going to rule over us? And they envied him, envied him, and they began to hate him, right? Uh, let's go ahead and read verse 8 here. It says, and his brother said to him, shall you indeed reign over us, or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his word. Verse 9. I'm in Genesis 37, 9. Then he dreamed still another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowed down to me. So 11 meaning... He's one of 12. 11 other stars bowed down to him. Verse 10. So he told it to his father and his mother. Oh, excuse me. Father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him. Now even Jacob rebukes him here and says to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Now, here's the point. These dreams came to pass. Now, through him telling these dreams, his brothers hated him. They would not have that he would rule over them. Remember the parable yesterday? What was the parable that Jesus told? Bring here those servants that would not have me to rule over them. But here in this true story, the children of Israel, the sons of Israel would not, they could not accept a dream where Joseph, little brother, would rule. Now, Joseph was the son of Jacob's old age, and he was his favorite son. And he was given a coat of many colors that showed favoritism towards him okay now this plays out in the life of yeshua jesus he is the favored son of god 
Amen. And it angered Israel because this anointing was on Jesus, Yeshua, that just everybody just called caused the leaders of Israel to hate him. Who do you think you are? And as he begins to explain that he's the son of man, they get angry. They want to kill him. Well, Joseph's brothers end up, instead of actually killing him, they sell him as a slave into Egypt. You probably know the story. There's movies made about it. I encourage you to watch them. So he's sold into slavery. They think, because slaves die quick, so they think this is the way we'll get rid of him. So they sell him to these Midianites. They take him into Egypt, and they sell him. And this man ends up buying him. God's anointing is with him. And over a period of time, Joseph becomes the leader of Egypt. Nobody greater than Joseph other than Pharaoh himself. And guess what? Jacob, Israel, and all of the tribes come down to Egypt and they bow down before Joseph. And so, and and wheat was one of the things, food, food was one of the things that caused them to come down. Interesting story. You should study it. But it's very, very, very interesting because there was nobody greater than Joseph other than Pharaoh. Well, there's nobody greater than Yeshua, Jesus, other than the Father. And he has put, in, put him into charge, in charge. Now, the nation of Israel rejected the Lord as a whole. Now, the church, the early church were all Jewish, okay? But as a nation, he was rejected by the brothers. He's received the kingdom. And in the end time, things are going to happen. They're going to come to realize that the one that they sold out, the one that they pierced his hands and his feet, the ones that they crucified is Lord of heaven and earth. And it's a wonderful and beautiful picture. And they'll come to bow down. So let's go back now to Revelation chapter 12. So this tells us that the woman pregnant with a child in this cosmic vision that John is having, he sees this woman, and this woman is pregnant with the child. That is Israel, okay? Uh, so, and, and I would say it's the remnant of faithful Israel. Now, you say, well, it's the church. No, Jesus says, I will build my church. The church is built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets. The church didn't bring forth the Messiah. Israel brought forth. Israel was pregnant with the seed of the Messiah. And it went from one to the other as it came down from the promised seed from Eve, you know, uh, through Noah's son, Seth, right? No, Shem. Yeah. Japheth. Shem, Shem, and Japheth. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. So, and then down to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, right? Now it simply says, so it doesn't spend a lot of time. Being with child, she cried out in labor pain, pain to give birth. Verse 3, I saw another sign in heaven. Behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven horns. Now, the dragon, who is the dragon? Well, just write quickly. Use scripture to interpret scripture. Jump over to chapter 20 right quick. Just one scripture that tells you all together. Verse 2, chapter 20, verse 2. He laid hold of the dragon, 
that serpent of old who is the devil and Satan and bound him. So four titles, dragon, serpent, devil, Satan. Dragon, serpent, devil, Satan, all refer to the fallen angel we call Lucifer. Isaiah chapter 14, Ezekiel chapter 28, I believe. You can read about him in his fall. A great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns. The seven heads of this dragon represent uh, the manifestation of seven empires, okay, that opposed and enslaved and ruled over Jerusalem. Remember that the book of Revelation is Jerusalem-centric. It's not American-centric. It's not. It is about the Middle East. It's about Jerusalem. Okay, having seven horns, uh, seven heads. So the seven heads, we'll go over this later, but you're talking about Egypt. Uh, you're talking about Assyria. You're talking about Babylon, Medio Persia, um, Greece, um, Rome. Uh, and we'll, we'll go beyond that. Oh, is it time? Oh, yes, sorry. Seven heads, ten horns. Okay, the ten horns are ten nations that are going to be in league at the end with the dragon, and we'll take up from there tomorrow morning. Golly, I said we were going to go to six and only got to three. I get sidetracked. And seven diadems on his heads, and we'll pick up with verse four tomorrow. Questions, comments, thoughts, I welcome them anytime. Okay. Thank you guys for loving the Word of God. Thank you for loving the book of Revelation. I think, you know, if you will just read the book of Revelation or listen to the book of Revelation, even if you're not part of Daybreak, if you'll just read it, listen to it, it will bless your socks off. Matter of fact, Matter of fact the Word promises. The Word promises. The Lord promises blessings to those that will read this book, this letter specifically. All the Scripture will bless you if you read it. Revelation, you have a specific promise that if you'll read this book, God will bless you with it. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. And man, so many of you stayed all the way to the end. I really appreciate that. Me going too long. Bye.